Blog Talk Radio. Calling all men. It's now your time for your show with your coach, the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. Relax, be heard, and be understood. It's a show where men can be men. Now here's the coach who has your back, Linda Gross. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. We are so pleased and excited to tell you about today's show. We're going to be talking about the science of how she knows in 30 seconds. In a recent study, 51% of women said that the nature of the date, meaning where it takes place, and the effort put into it is a determining factor in whether or not they'll see this man again, whereas men showed little interest in this fact. Since the genders are using different evaluation criteria, today we explore the hows and the whys of how she can decide in 30 seconds whether or not to have sex with you. Do you know these rules? If not, put in your earbuds and let's get to it, shall we? We're talking about the science behind a woman and how she can decide in 30 seconds if you have a question or comment on this topic, you're welcome to dial in. The call-in number is 323-642-1677. Again, that number is 323-642-1677. All righty. So how did this go? Well, it's about a waiting time. So a study conducted this year in the UK found that women on average wait between two and three weeks before they have sex with a new guy. About 32% of women say they wait until after their fifth date. Only 15% of women think that it's okay to have sex on the first date, whereas only 22% of the men feel this way, meaning that men would much rather have sex with you on the first date. I mean, why not? That's what they came to the party for, right? About 78% of men and women feel that it's okay to kiss on a first date. 90 seconds. Well, study surveyed over 2,000 singles, and what they found out was that the woman, on average, gave a man a mere 90 seconds to win them over. So within a minute and a half, women have already decided whether they'll ever see you again. (laughs) Pretty short time frame, right? Meanwhile, men proved more forgiving, offering a full five minutes audition time to potential mates before writing them off. I don't agree with this one. I don't think it's five minutes. I think for men, it's, it's a seriously long time. Um, I don't even think they consider having a relationship or an exclusive relationship with you until about 90 days. So I don't know what they're talking about with the five minutes. Are they saying they're only giving five minutes, whether they decide whether they're going to have sex with you? I don't believe that one either. (laughs) As I hear from men, pizza is really good when it's hot. 
But the next morning, you see that box in the refrigerator. doesn't matter that it's a day old and cold now. You're still going to go for it because you're hungry. So I don't, I don't really agree with this statistic. I think they're still going to go with it, if, especially if nobody's watching and nobody's there to judge them as, as to what type of woman this is. If they're hungry for sex, they're hungry for sex, just like the pizza. They're going, they're going for it. Now, we know that women make these calls faster, so they question the why. One reason has to do with the factors that influence the decision. For instance, women are more affected by easily recognizable factors when it comes to interest in the opposite sex. In a particular study, 51% of women said that the nature of the date, meaning where it takes place and the effort put into it is a determining factor in whether or not they will see the man again, whereas men could care less about this. Some male dating coaches teach strategies for meeting and sleeping with women. One coach claims that it's not the woman who decides in the first 30 seconds that they're going to sleep with you. It's more often the case that they decide within the first 30 seconds of meeting the guy that they're not going to be sleeping with you. Uh huh. So the first 30 seconds gets you a chance to prove you're worth considering. Okay, that's all you're going to show up for. So part of the reason why women are able to judge so quickly is because they judge their potential mates on more subtle and implicit characteristics than the ones men use to judge women. One of the factors that women use to make the call is the way that men interact with other people from their friends uh, to the waiter at the restaurant. One notion is the idea that women are more reliant on instinct than men. They usually just know and right away. Now, women report that 89% of the time, their initial instincts proved correct. So here's the bad part for women is that they often ignore their intuition, which usually comes back to bite them within six months. So, how does that rate for you, the guy? I mean, if, if they really know in 30 seconds, and most women do ignore those cues, that's, that's a good shoe in the door for the guy to get in there and make sure he's won her over. And we'll talk about that in a second, because most women will give the guy a second chance. Okay. Body language. Another factor in the quickness in which women make these judgments is their attention to body language. According to the survey, 54% of women said that this played a key role into the decision-making process. Since body language is gauged instinctually and far more quickly than conversation, it can lead to quick judgments. The how versus the what. Well, surprisingly, one survey of American adult women found that women aren't especially interested in the content of conversation when it comes to making a first impression. In fact, only 7% of women said what a guy says during a conversation made a big difference in his first impression. On the other hand, 
38% said that the only said that the way he says what he says during that conversation made a big impact. I agree with this one. I think women are evaluating the nooks and crannies of every little nuance. So, yes, it might not be what you say, but how you say it that's going to make uh, an impression on her. And let's factor in evolution and reproduction. So if a man wants to reproduce, his thought process doesn't have to be significant for a woman. Well, for him, it's just put it in, right? So for a woman, deciding to reproduce affects many areas of their lives. If it's going to be a no, that's why women know in 30 seconds. All right? So that's the major differences between between the two sexes. All right. So if you have just joined us, you're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today we are talking about the science of how she knows in 30 seconds. You too can join in on this conversation. Call in 323-642-1677-323-642-1677. So when we come back from the break, we're going to be talking about the top 40 first date mess ups that you can do that's going to shoot yourself in the foot. So don't be doing these things. Okay. All right. So we'll catch you right back after the break. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. We will be discussing men's issues, dating, relationships, sex, women, fitness, health, business, men's hobbies, men's rights, and more. She will be talking about excerpts from her men's book, Mastering Women, too. Hi, guys. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show. Linda Gross wants you to know what turns a woman on and makes her go wild so she just can't help herself. Check out Linda's book, Mastering Women, real truth about women that'll change your life forever. Linda gives you all the insider tips on how to catch a woman and, if you want, to keep her. In four easy steps, these proven techniques will make women just melt. Ever wonder why the girl you really liked seemed to be great when you met, then all of a sudden just goes cold on you and turns you off? Linda will also let you know what not to do on a date. Never blow it again by losing another hot woman. You don't have to be good looking or even have money. Her book, Mastering Women, is available in paperback and ebook. Men, Linda's on your side. So buy her book, Mastering Women. Buy it for now. And don't keep your women waiting another minute. Get Mastering Women today. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today we are talking about the science of how she knows in 30 seconds whether you're going to be in or out. (laughs) All right. You, too, can join in on this conversation. All you have to do is call in 323-642-1677. 
323-642-1677. Again, that number is 323-642-1677. Now, here are some tips that you need to pay attention to because if you start doing these tips, she might boot you out and you're not getting a second chance to make another impression, right? How about bad breath? Oh, bad breath and dog. <laughs> uh, maybe better carry a little ginger with you, especially if you've had that lunch with the onions and the garlic and everything. So figure out what you need to do to keep your breath fresh. Being loud and obnoxious, that's also uh, one that's going to get you booted out. Ranting on and on about an ex. She thinks that you're not over her, so, you know, you're going to get the boot because of that. How about having a psycho ex? Now, what does it say about them, about the guy, for choosing such a partner? And you know what? We women know the score, that it's not oftentimes just a girl who has gone psycho. It usually is the case where the guy caused the girl to go psycho Maybe he cheated on her. Maybe he stole money, like whatever the story is. Oftentimes, if you look deeper below the surface, something the guy did was rotten, and that's what caused her to go psycho. Now, she, if she started off psycho, she probably <laughs> started off that way because of a previous boyfriend, but the culprit usually is from a guy. All right, so be careful with that. So anyway, if you're going on and on about how psycho your ex was, what she is interpreting that to be is somehow you're at fault. So be careful with that one. It could backfire. Sweating profusely. All right, well, you might think there's no cure for that. It's a natural bodily function, right? I say nay, nay. There's a cure for it. Botox. Yeah, they take the needle. They, they uh, inject you in your armpits. Sweating has stopped. It'll last for about six months. Okay, you can send my thank you check in the mail, but there are cures to these things. How about the guy who's constantly checking uh, their phone? Now, maybe you're a type A personality. Maybe you're a player, but whatever it is, she's not interpreting that well. So, do all the phone checking before you get to the date and try to put that on hold to a minimum, okay? How about texting or taking a call on the date? Now, these are extremely rude things. Um, if you absolutely positively have to text, excuse yourself and go to the bathroom, do it there. If you absolutely have to take a phone call, unless grandma is dying or boss's pants are on fire, I really don't think you have to take that call, right? I mean, even if you take it for 20 seconds to say, I'm sorry, I'm with my dinner date. Can I call you back at a later time? Just don't do it. I know politics have divided a lot of the population. Before we even started this past presidency, <laughs> our mamas used to always tell us, don't talk about religion and politics. Well, it's true now more than ever before. So unless you guys are having politics in the exact same vein, don't do it. It's just, it's not going to be pretty. How about chewing gum loudly? 
means you have no class, right? And why are you even chewing gum? You might want to chew gum before you get to the date to freshen your breath, but when you get out of the car, put the chewing gum in a napkin or something, dispose of it, get rid of it. You don't need it on the date. Social media obsessed. I don't think guys have this problem too much. I don't think I'm going to worry about this one, but you might be checking your phone for other reason. Maybe it's a dating app like Tinder or Bumble or whatever. So you're going to need to leave those behind as well. Bragging. Here's what I say about bragging. People who really have it have the quality Let's say they have brains. They don't have to tell everybody how smart they are or what their IQ is. If they do have money, they don't have to brag about how much is in their bank account. If they are drop-dead gorgeous, it's already self-evident to everybody in the room. You don't need to be bragging about that. So for the guy who is bragging, it's a big turnoff because it means that you're insecure, that you have to resort to bragging to feel good or whatever it is. So it's really not a good look. I would leave the bragging on the table. You either have it and it oozes from within to where she's curious and she'll ask you about a particular attribute or you don't, right? So work on more about gaining the attributes and then people will just naturally gravitate and ask you questions about that area. Same goes to show for boasting, boasting about your job or whatever it is. That goes in the bragging category as well. It's a big turnoff. All right. If you have just joined us, you're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. We are talking about the science of how she knows in 30 seconds whether she's going to have sex with you or not. So call in on this topic, 323-642-1677. Again, that number is 323-642-1677. I am very excited to hear from you. Be my first caller, okay? All right, we'll catch you right back after the break. Hey, guys, do you have a nagging problem that you just can't get a handle on? Now you can talk to an expert coach right in the privacy of your own home. Meet in person, over the phone, or with a free Skype call anywhere in the world. Linda is here to make it easy for you. Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Linda's expert advice gets you through tackling relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and removing lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back, usually handled in four sessions or less. Realize the benefits now. Go to the Men's Advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way. That's themensadvocate.com slash coaching. Darn, maybe you missed part of this show. Maybe you're still at work during the show. Maybe you heard the show but would like to listen again. Your problems are easily solved. Listen to any and all of Linda's archived shows at your convenience. Just Google SoundCloud, The Men's Advocate. That's Google SoundCloud, The Men's Advocate. The on-demand library is also available on the TuneIn app. Subscribe now and please share with your friends. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today, we are talking about the science of how she knows in 30 seconds. You can call in on this topic, 323-642-1677, 323 642 
1-877-285-1717. Before the break, we were talking about little things, behaviors that you do that are going to get you the boot. All right, so don't do them. All right, so how about being a little too touchy, a little too aggressive, little too handy, right? That's going to be a turnoff also. I do recommend every now and again kind of make it like a brush, like it's an accident. You accidentally rubbed against her shoulder or her thigh or her forearm or whatever it is, one of her extremities. That's okay, but to be too grabby, it's going to be a turnoff. How about not listening? It's called failing to ask the other person about themselves. I mean, it's not the Johnny, I'm going to speak for the whole hour show, right? I mean, you got to take turns. You got to volley that conversation. She says a little bit, you respond to what she's just said, and then maybe you interject a related topic and vice versa. There should be a nice volley back and forth of that ball. If you're hogging the conversation, she's going to take that to mean you're not interested in her. And if you're not interested in her, she's not going to be interested in you in a sexual manner. All right, next on the list is not at least offering or making an attempt to pay the bill. So, If you are the first person to come forward to ask for the first date, I think you should make that attempt. You're doing the inviting, so you should definitely uh, make the attempt. If you are not making the attempt, you should discuss this on the phone or on the text before you even get there. Like, hey, do you mind, blah, 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 can we go Dutch on the date? But I think the first date should be planned by the guy, and I think the first date should be paid by the guy. And again, as I say, do not make it a long date. I don't want to hear about these three to five hour dates. It is a meet and greet. It is to evaluate whether there is a click, whether you want to see her again. Don't make it a long date. And that way you won't have money troubles, right? One hour or less, that's what it should be. How about not offering to go halves on the bill? You know, if the whole excuse about I left my wallet at work or whatever, that doesn't go over too well with first impressions. How about talking so much that the other person can't get a word in edgewise? No one wants to exert this much pressure. And they don't feel listened to. They don't feel honored. They don't feel acknowledged. So it's not going to be a good look. How about eating with your mouth full? I know you have a lot to say, but (laughs) you can put the fork down every now and again, and you can chew your food every now and again. Take it as an opportunity to be listening to what the other person is saying at that time. It's just rude to talk with your mouth full, right? How about the use of cheesy chat-up lines? If you've got it, it's almost like you read one of these bachelor manuals or whatever before you got there. It looks like you're trying too hard. We don't like it. Admitting that you have too high of a sex drive or too low of a sex drive, both of those are not going to get you anywhere. Too much information, especially on the first date. You'll have to ease into that conversation at some point on a first date. That's not the right avenue for it. In fact, probably the safest avenue would be to do that one on a chat window or on texting when you're away from each other or maybe you're doing it 
I don't know, over coffee or over breakfast or something like that, or when you're on a brief walk, make that conversation outside of the bedroom so it's not a threatening conversation. How about being too intense too quickly? So that one spells that you're needy, and that's a turnoff to a lot of women. Maybe you're drinking several alcoholic beverages in the first hour. So that either means you're an alcoholic or you're so nervous, and if you're that nervous, she's not going to expect you to be taking the lead, so that's not going to work well for her. So either way, she's going to interpret that behavior in a negative manner. Being on the other side of the spectrum, not being a drinker at all, she's wondering what's wrong with you. Are you an AA? Did you abuse alcohol at some point? Is is it a religious thing? Like, what is it? So, I mean, if you really are coming from that place, that's a conversation that you need to ease into and also let her know what the logic is behind that. Why are you like that? So she can understand. Wearing Having a bizarre choice in clothing. All right, so we watched the Oscars this past weekend, and some guy was wearing a tuxedo, and it had a train. So the tuxedo jacket in the front was shorter, like a regular tuxedo jacket, and in the back, it had a full, like, six-foot-long <laughs> six train. So what is that? You want to be a girl? Like, well, uh, you know, are you making a statement? I mean, unless you're in the artistic endeavors, unless you're a designer, or in this case, he was a musician, I don't know. Unless it suits your occupation, I think a bizarre choice in clothing is just going to get you drop kicked. So it's not going to work. I dumped a guy once, first one and done date, because he wore a baby blue members only jacket baby blue no you had me at baby blue I was already dumping you for that reason and then he wore the members only jacket like what like you've had this since the 1980s so you got dumped for that reason too so nope barely made it to the end of the date never saw him again so don't be shooting yourselves in the foot with regard to bizarre clothing. If you really don't know how to dress, go to your local department store, your your better-end department store like Nordstrom, and they have what's called personal shoppers. doesn't cost you anything. They'll figure out what type of clothing you need, whether it's athletic clothing or formal wear or work clothing or whatever it is. And he or she can guide you into making some choices that maybe you can take pictures of or put numbers on it or whatever you have to do to remember that these five items go well together and here's another set of five items that go well together for a different type of an event. Make that happen. There's no reason to be showing up in bizarre clothing. Bad shoes. Yeah, you know, bad shoes says a lot about the personality. So, and dated clothing, like I said, the members only thing, like what is that? Uh, soiled clothing that's not going to get you too far clothing that has holes in it or maybe you've haven't washed it you've reworn it Um, you know all of these are a bad look how about the guy that agrees with everything that the girl says how far is that going to get you right so I think again that comes from a place of being needy it's uh, not going to serve you well How about um, 
you're, the guy is either way too tall or way too short for the girl. I don't like this. I don't like a guy that's like six foot five and he's dating an Asian or something who is like four foot nine. You guys look like weirdos. There's plenty of people that are close to uh, your head and shoulder range. Just go find them. In fact, there are clubs to that effect. You know, they're like the tall people club. So if she's 5'10 and you're 6'5, you know, they they have clubs for that. I'm sure they have the opposite, too, like, you know, for shorter people. Um, it's just really weird. You wobble when you walk down the street. I, I, I'm just not liking that look. How about talking about your size and then talking about it one too many times? Again, I don't know if this fits in the category of bragging, but um, it's TMI. Don't go there. We don't like it. Uh, how about they constantly clear their throat I don't know what that means. Maybe it means that you're lying or you're trying to cover something up. That's why you need to do that. So if you really have a sore throat, maybe drop in a cough drop or something um, to make the the throat sound more smooth. But I don't know. People start putting question marks behind that. Too many trips to the bathroom. So either it means you have a bad constitution or it means you're on Tinder with 22 girls and you need to keep running to the bathroom to make a call or a text. So too much is too much. It starts to get fishy. How about if you're being overly complimentary? Again, this might speak to being too needy. They use a toothpick. Now, I realize you might have something in there. Maybe you had it in there before. You didn't take care of it. Be sure you have a supply of dental floss or toothpicks or whatever it is in the car before you get to the date. So if that is the situation, that you can take care of it. If the situation happens during the date, again, it might be a little more couth to excuse yourself, go to the bathroom, take care of it. All right? Don't be uh, using a toothpick in front of her. I mean, you're not Matt McConaughey and you're not in a movie, so don't do it. Laughing too loudly at joke. Okay. Again, it means you're trying too hard. We're not sure where you're going with that. Maybe you have a weird laugh. Maybe you sigh or neigh like a horse. I don't know. Again, not a good look. Maybe you snort when you laugh. How about weird mannerisms such as blinking too much or, you know, a jiggling leg? Once I met a guy who snorted and snorted deeply, I thought for sure he must do do lines several times a day or that he did back in the day and his nose is completely messed up at this juncture. Opening up too much, I mean, that's the classic TMI. You're giving us too much information too soon. It speaks to uh, neediness and not being uh, independent. Um Admitting that you live at home. If you are going to admit that you live at home, you better have a darn good reason to follow that up with. Otherwise, don't admit that. (laughs) Maybe your darn good reason is you move back in with the parents because you're now going to law school or you um, move back home because you lived in a different city and now you took a new job in mom's city or whatever the story is. Make 
complete the picture, please. Tell the rest of the story. And, of course, the deal killer of all deal killers, a terrible first kiss. So all of those things are going to get you in big trouble. Yes, big trouble. So don't do them, okay? Learn how to kiss. Figure it out. (laughs) All right. So if you've just joined us, you're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. We are talking about the science of how she knows in 30 seconds. All right, so you want to call in? You want to be part of the show? You can. Uh, that number is 323-642-1677, 323-642-1677. All right, we'll catch you right back after the break. Hi, guys. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show. Linda Gross wants you to know what turns a woman on and makes her go wild so she just can't help herself. Check out Linda's book, Mastering Women, Real Truth About Women That'll Change Your Life Forever. Linda gives you all the insider tips on how to catch a woman and, if you want, to keep her. In four easy steps, these proven techniques will make women just melt. Ever wonder why the girl you really liked seemed to be great when you met, then all of a sudden just goes cold on you and turns you off? Linda will also let you know what not to do on a date. Never blow it again by losing another hot woman. You don't have to be good looking or even have money. Her book, Mastering Women, is available in paperback and ebook. Men, Linda's on your side. So buy her book, Mastering Women. Buy it for now. And don't keep your women waiting another minute. Get Mastering Women today. Darn. Maybe you missed part of this show. Maybe you're still at work during the show. Maybe you heard the show but would like to listen again. Your problems are easily solved. Listen to any and all of Linda's archived shows at your convenience. Just Google SoundCloud, The Men's Advocate. That's Google SoundCloud, The Men's Advocate. The on-demand library is also available on the TuneIn app. Subscribe now and please share with your friends. Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. We are talking today about the science of how she knows in 30 seconds whether you're going to get in or not. So it's a given, I think, at this juncture that men and women do date differently. We're going to talk a little bit about first date tips for, for both. So evaluating what each sex looks like for looks like uh, for in a partner, their feelings and thoughts about dating and reviewing the dates that they have been on, it is abundantly clear that women and men are programmed differently, differently in this area. So here are some of the key attributes regarding dating. All right. So women tell everyone and they tell not only that, but they tell everything about your date. So whether the date has gone well or not, Women can't wait to tell their friends about it. Friends, family, and colleagues, heck, they'll even talk to a stranger at the bus stop, whatever it takes. They will go through the date from start to finish, uh, from pre-date anxiety to what to wear to the post-date 
debrief. Women are usually happy to reveal more personal information than men and will likely go into every single detail, from his shoes to the number of drinks they had to whether they kissed. So if the date has gone well, women want to show off. If the date didn't live up to the expectations, they seek validation from their friends that he was the problem and not them. Men, on the other hand, do not like to share date details to their friends. The reason for this is that they don't want to be made fun of on any level. They want to know that they're large and in charge and are good decision makers and that they're not doing anything wrong because men can't stand to be made wrong. All right. So what else? Women want men to take the lead. So even though equality is important in every relationship, women secretly seek traditional values. And I, and, and I say secretly seek because, you know, we live in, a, in an age of, uh, you know, the modern woman and <clears throat> the hashtag Me Too and everything else. And supposedly the media wants these women to be forward. But it works best. When women are not forward, it works best when the men uh, show their assertiveness, especially show it first, okay? So they may not outwardly be showing this to you, but that's what women want. So how do you solve this? Well, women like to be impressed. The date doesn't and shouldn't be expensive, but if you put thought into it, that action will definitely count. So it's not what you do with your time. It's have you put a little thought into it because that means to her that you care about her. And caring, by the way, happens to be my third C. Um, By the way, for those of you who haven't picked up the book yet, it's called Mastering Women, The Real Truth About Women That Will Change Your Life Forever. You can buy it on Amazon. It's available in paperback. And also you can download in a few seconds the ebook. But there are four tenets to my book, and it's my contention that if you do these four things, you can win over any woman, anywhere, anytime. So Anyway, if you put a little thought into it, it means that you care about her. And that's one of the ways that you are going to win her over, okay? Um, If you want to hear what the other four tenets are, they are uh, number one is confidence. Number two is connect with her. Three is caring. Number four is character, or sometimes I call it consistency, Get the book, Mastering Women, and it goes into detail on how to get those attributes if you don't already have them and what to do with the attributes once you have them and how to use them, right? And there are simple little exercises that you can do to get stronger in those categories. All right, what else do they do? Well, women overanalyze. Women read into everything. They overanalyze the smallest remark and comment made by their date to work out how they feel about the man Um, or if they're even interested. Women will break down everything from the amount of time it takes for the guy to reply to her message or how he said goodbye on the first date. Now, of course, Men don't think this way, and they won't be agonizing over what messages to send and when. 
women need to remember that a man's text is not a good indicator of how he is feeling, and men need to consider women's penchant for over analyze <laughs> for over analysis when you know contacting them. So it's a double-edged sword. We come from opposite places. Just know what the other gender is up to to make the game a little easier. <clears throat> Although it might seem outdated in the modern world, to stop any confusion, the best plan is for the men to pick up the phone and have a conversation instead of going digital. Women will appreciate the extra effort that you made um, for that first date and men get to avoid the endless back and forth texting. I don't know if you guys love all that texting. It's mind numbing to me and I can't stand it. I mean, one little phone call will get you the answers of when are we meeting? Where are we meeting? And the time, boom, you're done and you're on to the next thing. It's that texting can easily go on for 15, 20 minutes and it and it pretty much does drive me nuts, so don't do it. <laughs> get on the phone and get it over with. All right, so what else? Women do stress about the small stuff. Remember, women are detail-oriented. So the women's analysis doesn't stop with texting. They will go as far to consider the food and drink choices they make on the date. Women will worry about whether the whether a drink state actually means just drinks or will it progress to food, what drink to order, what food to eat, how should the bill be split. To help women out, men should take some of the stress out of the situation. Just go ahead and choose the wine. Um, if you're having dinner, instigate whether to have food early on and offering to pay the bill at least on the first date. What's, what are other differences? Well, women want a second date booked ASAP. Um, I personally think that when the guy makes the next date at the end of this date, it pretty much means that he likes you. And we like that certainty. We like the confidence that goes with it all. No game playing, I'll call you, and then, you know, three days go by or a week or two weeks go by, we think you're not interested. So don't play that game. I mean, it's, I know there's a lot of dating coaches that say to do that because you don't want to appear needy. We don't see that as needy. We see that as you're paying attention to us and you like us. And those are qualities that we like to have. Okay. So Women are more often anxious and insecure than men, particularly when it comes to dating. So women will expect the men to suggest a second date straight after the first date. If the evening has gone well, if this hasn't been arranged or suggested quickly, women will worry that the guy actually didn't like them and she'll get disheartened. So from a man's point of view, I know men don't see the urgency in arranging the second date right away. I mean, for Pete's sake, the first date's barely over. They prefer to wait and play it cool so they don't come across too needy. All right. That being said, like I say, we don't, women don't evaluate it that way. We evaluate it that you're into us, you like us, we like the attention, boom. Just, just get it done, right? Okay. All right. So 
men like convenience. Men are often lazy in certain elements of their lives, one of them being the way they date. So convenience is key for the guy. They may make the effort to begin with, but once a routine is established, they want to check out. They want the partner to meet them halfway or plan the next date or whatever. So, you know, geography is important in this situation. Don't get in a situation. You know how I don't like long-distance relationships. They rarely, if ever, work out. So, you know, just keep it easy. Um, you know, keep it easy to keep the, the the ball up in the air and not dropping on the ground. And it should be making the next move, making the next date should be um, an easy endeavor. All right. Okay. Um, anyway, if you have just joined us, you're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. We were talking today about the science of how she knows in 30 seconds. Um, if you like this show, spread the word. You can do so by Showing your, you, here are the following ways that you can show your love. Listen, call, chat, like our page, follow, comment, share, tell a friend, start with my Amazon link, download my app, and buy my book on Amazon. So where can you find all these things in one place? Well, you can go to the website. The website is themensadvocate.com, themensadvocate.com. You can also go to Facebook, tons of information there, um, you know, with regard to social media links and all that kind of Facebook, themensadvocateshow.com, themensadvocateshow.com. You can also go to my mobile app, and it also has tons of information. It gives you the links on how to buy the book. It gives you the links on how to do coaching. Um, you can sign up for coaching sessions. By the way, most of my uh, sessions, even though they might be lifelong roadblocks and problems that you've had, we can solve those things usually in four sessions or less. So all that information you can find on the mobile app, uh, Facebook uh, page, or on my website, The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. Just kind of look it up that way. We are also on IG, Linda Gross Speaks. Linda Gross Speaks on IG. You could follow me there. Lots of different ways, right? All right. And if you happen to have missed last week's show, or any and all of my archive shows, you can find these shows um, both uh, from my website, from the mobile app, uh, also on SoundCloud and TuneIn, and you can catch up. So if you happen, for example, if you happen to miss last week's show, it was called uh, The Bachelor, Why Do Women Obsess Over This Show? This series uh, revolves around a single bachelor who starts with a pool of romantic interests where he is expected to select a wife. The participants travel to romantic and exotic locations for their adventures, create drama, and one or more of the candidates get eliminated per week. So why are these women and the watchers of the show so crazy over the show? Well, you too can find out and you can employ some of the tactics that they use on the show in your dating life. Okay. All right. Thank you for joining us today. By the way, mark your calendars, subscribe, 
make it a regular uh, place in time. You can listen live. You can listen on archive. Uh, our new uh, radio address is blogtalkradio.com forward slash DT Linda Gross, blogtalkradio.com. DT, short for dating tips, Linda Gross. All right. Um, anyway, we will catch you next time right here on the Men's Advocate Show. We're here every Tuesday, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Men's Advocate Show. Bye for now. <laughs>